Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about litigation, lawsuits, going after clients that haven't paid invoices or bills, and also when a client threatens to sue you. And I'll go over some practical steps you can take to avoid a lot of the problems that may arise in a situation where, you know, lawyers are brought in or the threat of lawyers are brought in. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I've been the president of my HOA, Homeowners Association, for about five years now. And there's always threats of litigation. And I've signed you know, liens against properties, things of that nature for those who didn't pay their HOA dues. And always there's every year there's a threat of someone suing for something minor, something that they see as something that the HOA is coming against them. And it's really nothing except the rules that they actually are part of when they, you know, buy a house in the community, they get a copy of the CCNRs. And basically, if they don't follow it, they get cited. So there's no real legal ground in a lot of cases, but the threat of lawsuit always makes us come together and make a settlement with the person because nobody wants a lawsuit, even if it's not going to go through because there's legal fees and time involved on both sides. And it's really not necessary in most cases. There's nothing really that will make it a legitimate case to begin with, and it's just a waste of time. It's just one of those things that people will say, They kind of get their point across like, hey, I'm going to sue you if you don't do this. And so you may have encountered a customer on your pool route that has threatened to sue you for something that you did or did not do. And it's very common if you've been doing this long enough to run into this. I've been accused of leaving the water on at one of my accounts. I would say about 10 years ago this happened. And the water bill was 800 bucks. And of course, I didn't do it. This is kind of before cameras were you know, everywhere. And so there's no real evidence of who turned the water on. Her mom was watching the house while she was away for that week. And I suspect that she actually left it on. And I don't fill the pools, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to accuse anybody of who did it or didn't do it. But it was settled. I offered to pay half the bill. And it was pretty much just settled. And of course, she canceled the service account shortly after that, which is perfectly fine. Because it was, I wasn't at fault. But then again, I didn't want to have a big legal issue. And the amount was lower than my deductible on my insurance. And so I should also say right now that the best thing you can do for litigation or for, for your ability to sleep at night and avoid worrying about someone suing you for something is to get general liability insurance. Now, there is a small deductible, but anything above that, let's say, you leave the water on, it floods the house, or you're accused of leaving the water on a floods the house, and there's 30000 worth of damage, which has happened to a landscaper that I know. He was doing irrigation in the backyard, 
and one of his workers didn't put the PVC cement on properly. The pipe leaked. The people didn't notice it for a while. It went into their house and just ruined their hardwood floor, ruined everything. And it was the $30,000 bill. And unfortunately, he did not have insurance. And so when he went to court, he lost and had to pay legal fees plus the money for the damages. But with liability insurance, it's only like, you know, 60 or 70 bucks a month. And you're protected up to $2 million or $3 million or four, depending on which policy you get. And it's $1 million per incident or up to $2 million per incident, depending on your policy. I don't sell insurance. You have to contact the company to go over the details. But basically, if you do get insurance, I recommend SPA Insurance, SPPA. And if you're a member of my group, a little plug here, you get 10% off your monthly premiums. And you can go to the SPPA.com and see kind of their for all their rates and all the things that they cover you for. They'll cover you for hazmat cleanup and things of that nature if you get in a car accident. But you're really paying for peace of mind. And so if there is something that happens, God forbid someone drowns in the pool. I had a friend, a good friend of mine has a pool route in Ranch Cucamonga, California. And he was part of a lawsuit for the gaping left open. They thought it was his employee that did it. And so they sued him for a million dollars. And thankfully he had insurance. And they sued him for the amount that he they would get paid out of the insurance, if that makes sense. The lawyers knew that the insurance would just pay it out. And then assume for more than that, which is a good thing because they probably could have tried to do that. It would have been a real mess. But the lawyer knew that he had general liability insurance and it was $1 million per incident. And so they sued him for $1 million and the insurance company paid that out. That's a pretty extreme case, but it can happen. And you need to have the insurance to prevent yourself from losing everything and then paying this lawsuit for the rest of your life. And it's a no-brainer. You know, they can have you insured with a certificate of insurance within 24 hours. Once you apply for the insurance, you're insured. So if you make any kind of blunders out there, and the reason why it's called general liability, it's basically is for any kind of mistakes you make out on there on your pool route, or if you're accused of making a mistake of some kind, they'll defend you just like a car accident. Like if you're at a red light and the person in front of you backs up into you and says that you went forward and hit them, your auto insurance company will fight that claim. And the same thing with SPA. They'll fight a claim that's not legitimate and make a settlement or not pay the claim. And so you can sleep easy at night knowing that even if you're accused of something, they're there to protect you. And so that's why I like the insurance because you don't have to worry about anything really. I mean, you have to be careful out there. You don't want to do. You don't want to just be willy-nilly and cause negligence. But at the same time, you want to be make sure you're protected. Just like your car, you're driving your truck around you're not driving crazy and running red lights and going through stop signs. But if someone hits you or if you get in an accident, at least you have the insurance to cover that fact. Same thing with pool service. You're not out there causing liability, but you're covered in case there's a problem or a case against you. Now let me switch gears and I'll talk about litigation with clients that don't pay you. And this is one of those things where in the modern age with reviews out there, Yelp, Google, it's hard to do litigation against somebody without them turning around and throwing your business under the bus, basically. So I think, you know, if there's an amount of money that's extreme, of course, you're going to try to get that money. But you shouldn't get to a point where there's an extreme amount of money out on this account. It may happen with commercial accounts where the management company doesn't pay you and the bill is a couple thousand dollars. 
this can happen. Maybe you install some equipment and the bill is 1500 So what are your options at that point? Probably your best option is to go to small claims court and sue the homeowner for the balance that they owe you. If you have the invoice, if you have proof that you installed, let's say a new heater or a new pump, and really you need to get money up front or you know, at least have half of the money paid for, have the equipment paid for before you install it. On a client, you don't know because this can happen very easily. And definitely there are a lot of ways to get the money on the spot. They can sell you the money. They can Venmo you the money. They can send it through PayPal. They can also pay you through Square. You can send them a Square invoice. You can get a little Google attachment for your cell phone or tablet through Square. It's like 10 bucks for it. And you can swipe their credit card right there in front of them and get paid. Now, PayPal is probably the most dangerous one to use because there's buyer protection. And I actually had a member in Houston install a pump and the customer claimed he didn't do it and she got her money back through PayPal. So I would say PayPal would be the one that I would avoid. But Zelle, Venmo, Square, those are good ways to get your money. And so when you get the equipment, before you actually put it in, I think you should get the payment for it, or at least right after you put it in, have the customer pay you on the spot, because plumbers do it. When I call a plumber to fix a water heater or an air conditioner, the first thing they ask me for before they even go out there is my credit card information, and so when they finish the work, they'll automatically charge me, and I think that's really important because, you know, if other businesses are making this kind of effort to make sure they get paid you as a pool service provider should do the same thing and it should be pretty easy for the customer to trust you because you know I've done it just recently I had a, a rental property that needed a water heater not a water heater air conditioner fixed I called the plumbing company the person took my credit card information and said after it's done after they get there and diagnose it and they start the work they're going to charge me when it's finished I said fine and that's kind of how you want to do business because you don't want to be putting in equipment because you can't cut it out once you put it in. It's on their property and possession is nine-tenths of the law. And if you cut it out, you're going to be arrested for you know stealing basically because you already had put it in the property. So you don't want to do that. You want to be going back there and cutting out equipment that's been installed. So the best thing to do is get paid on the spot. So get their credit card information before you start the work. Have them sell you the money. However you want to handle it, get your money from people you don't know upfront or right when the job is done you can charge them and you should have no problem at that point with someone who's decent. So the problem with litigation again is that if you sue somebody in small claims court they're gonna probably just trash your business online saying that you're terrible and whatnot or the lawsuit was frivolous or whatever they're gonna say. So that's the danger you run when you sue someone nowadays. Ten years ago you can sue people no problem in small claims court and you had no issue with that. But now with everything on the internet, I think it's more dangerous for your reputation to sue someone for three or four hundred bucks versus just letting it go at that point. And negative reviews will definitely impact your business. So don't think, well, they're going to leave me a bad review anyway. If I sue them, it doesn't matter. It does kind of matter. So you got to kind of weigh, you know, how much of a bad review will hurt you versus just letting it go, how much it'll cost you in business. And definitely, you can't really do much to somebody, even if you go to court and they refuse to pay. I mean, then you have other steps you have to go through, and it's really complicated. I just don't think it's something that you want to get involved with. I've done evictions, and I've been to court, and it's a real mess, and I think getting the money from somebody is just virtually impossible in a lot of cases. 
So I wouldn't even bother, you know, to go that far. And as far as putting a lien on someone's house, really you can you can put a lien on anyone's house if you if you go to court and file the paperwork. The only problem is that unless you're a licensed general contractor, the lien is not enforceable. So when it comes time for the judge to hear the case on the lien, if you're not a general contractor with a lot of proof that the lien is valid, by the way, too, it'll just be thrown out of court and you can't put the lien on. The reason why the HOA can do it is because we're an entity and there's certain legal things that you sign up for when you join a community. And so we can put a lien on anyone's house pretty easily. It's just that as an individual, putting a lien on the house to make it enforceable or putting a lien on a customer to make it enforceable would require you to be a general contractor and have enough proof that when the case is heard in court, the judge is going to okay the lien and then it's going to be filed. So definitely something that you're going to have to consider and definitely something you need to be aware of that you just can't file a lien and put something on someone's property if they owe you a certain amount of money. Small claims court is your only kind of option at this point if they owe you $800, $900, something of that nature. And then what I said earlier about them trashing your business is probably a good possibility. I think if you put things in place to prevent yourself from having the situation to begin with, it's probably the best way to avoid any kind of litigation or avoid problems in the future. And if the customer gets offended because you want to charge them for the item, you know, right after installing it, or if you want to charge them half before you put it in. I have a general contractor that I work with. He recently moved out of state, but I've known him for many, many years. We went to the same church group. So I've known him for like 20 years. And whenever he did work for me, he still used the same format, no matter who he's dealing with, either me or someone else. And I consider myself a close friend of his but he would charge me 25% before he starts. While he's doing the job, he would charge me another 50% and then another 25% and then the final balance. And a lot of builders will do this also when they're building a pool to make sure they get paid at the stages. But this is a guy I've known for years and I was in a church group with him and he still charges me up front, charges me why he's doing the project. And of course, I give him the balance at the end. And that's just the nature of the business. You just don't trust anybody, I guess, but I don't know if that's the way to say it properly. You just want to keep your business so that you're going to get paid and make sure that there's nothing that falls through the cracks. And so this was his method, and no matter who it was, maybe even his own grandma, he would do the same thing for, because you just do business that way to avoid being burned. And I think it's important as a pool professional to realize that your billing is just as important as the plumber or electrician or whoever comes out to a property, most of the time you're going to have to get the customer's credit card ahead of time, have it on file, and make sure it's going to go through so that you can get paid. I think that's kind of the nature of business nowadays. You really can't trust people on that end to pay you. And on the other respect, you definitely want to get general liability insurance in case something happens. You install something and the house gets flooded or you're accused of tearing their liner, and those vinyl liners in those in-ground vinyl pools are really, you know, not inexpensive. They're several thousand dollars to replace, and you would rather not be on the hook for that. Not to say that you can just, again, be negligent, but at least you're protected because you may not have been the person that ripped that liner. You may just be the person that they blame for it. And having the general liability insurance through SPA, again, that's the SPPA.com, 
is going to protect you on that end. And so you can sleep really peaceful at night knowing that your back is covered by an insurance company that's going to protect you from false claims. And it sounds like I'm just repeating myself, but I really want to hammer this point in. You need general liability insurance, if not through them, through someone else, but you need to get covered today. And again, it is a 24-hour process through SPA. They'll give you the certificate, and it's like 70 bucks a month. It's really a minor expense. It's less than one service account per month that you're going to pay and have the peace of mind of having that $1 million payout available if, God forbid, something happens to where you're sued for a million dollars. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, I have over 750 podcasts. Definitely you can find something that will interest you. You can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of all the podcasts I recorded. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business and you also want to get that 10% discount on your general liability insurance every month, you can join my group and you can learn more about it at poolguycoaching.com. Or you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, click on the coaching icon there. Whichever way you want to do it, but I definitely think you would benefit from joining the coaching program. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.